welcome, welcome. Welcome we, back, we are everyone. Back. <laughs> season three. Season three, a whole third season. How do you feel? I'm so happy back? to be back. How about you? <laughs> no? Okay. Before, <laughs> before we continue, what's our TikTok? At Alpha Waves. Thank you for everybody that's been watching podcast. our videos. Alpha Waves podcast. Alpha Waves podcast. Just type it in, you'll see our two faces somewhere along the line. Yeah. Um, or this logo. Thank you for everybody that's been interacting with our TikTok. Mm. Um, you've kept us going through our little seasonal transition. Break. I don't want to yeah. call it a break, it's okay. a transition. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back now with season three. So with that being said, Cam, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be back. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm good. Good. Mm. I'm not that good. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Thank you for enlightening the people that you're good. Um, <laughs> you know when someone like overemphasized, like, fine, good, great. That doesn't sound great, amazing. does it? <laughs> nah, it is what it is. No, yeah. I'm glad to be back in the building. Me too. With How yourself. You? I'm good. I'm good. Sometimes mm. in life you need a little separation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, need a little break. When you've got so many things piling up as well. Mm. It's about focusing and zoning in on stuff and you can't always control stuff in life as well. You so. can't, you can't. Sometimes you need to recognise the season that you're in. Literally, literally. And just, you know, surrender to that. Surrender is mm. a strong word. I, I knew you was going to say like surrender to the season. Yeah. <laughs> Something inside me just <laughs> knew you were going to say that word. Why, why, why? Because it's such a... Are you adverse to the word? Or are you? It's such a cam phrase, like, <laughs> <laughs> surrender to the feeling, surrender to... Yeah, I knew but that was you coming. you do have to surrender <laughs> to the season. I knew that was coming. What? Well, I will get into it. Yeah. But before we do, let's talk about the title of today's episode, what we're talking about today. So, it's a new season. Mm -hmm. We thought it's only right we talk about the seasons. Yep. And the cycles of life of life that, mm. that you go through. Yeah. Seasons and cycles. What's the difference? <laughs> okay. I'm glad you asked me that because I've been thinking about this. Mm. So I feel like cycles exist in everything. Like everything is a cycle. Everything has a cycle. And that's one thing. Excuse me. <laughs> I feel Sorry. like I'm butchering it no, as, I'm, as I'm starting. But yeah, cycles, I feel like I'm more like in a day-to-day -day thing or within something where I feel like a season of your life is almost like a moment or a period that you're in or a okay. chapter that you're in in your life. Do you not feel like seasons can come back around? Yeah, I think so. I don't think they come back around in the same way, you know? I think it depends on how you handled that season the last time that mm. determines how it is this time round as well. So for instance, say if you're in a healing season, mm. it might not be the same as your first healing season, like your first proper healing season where you're weeding stuff out. Like maybe this is a healing season where you're starting to nurture what you've planted a bit more rather than a harsh healing season of cutting off and stuff like that. Do you think cycles when they come back mm. are different each time or the same? Just trying to understand the difference between the two mm. or how they work hand in hand, I should say. Yeah. Because I'm in the belief they do work hand in hand. Yeah, I think they do. But when I look at cycles, I think 
cycles are a lot closer to being the same every time whereas mm. seasons has so much more variables mm. that's my mm. yeah outlook yeah. on the two because yeah. like seasons can be linked to a period of time like you said so it could be your age it could be a mm. uh, situation you went through whereas cycles is like doesn't matter about those little variables if yeah. that makes sense it's more dependable yeah in, or more certain yeah yeah mm. so you've, you i think everyone goes through a a high a low whatever it is mm. within that high and low so let's say now let's not say it but um <laughs> <laughs> You know, I what I mean? know now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone goes through something mm. that can repeat in their yeah. life, but the season that you're in determines how you react to that cycle. Mm. I like that way of looking at it because it's a way of kind of like zooming in on, on something and zooming out, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I like that. I was going to give an example, but it kind of opens up a, a wider topic, which is looking at the cycles within mental health as well. Okay. Mm. In what so, sense? So I feel like the reason I bring it up is because I feel like I've been experiencing my own cycle with, with mental health myself. And it made me start looking at it in terms of cycles. Because mm. I'm not going to lie, the start of the year has been quite tough. <laughs> Evidently. Evidently. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. It wasn't it wasn't really easy. And I feel like it's, you know, from people that I've spoken to, I think they've also experienced that too. Right. And I think when you're in when you're paying attention to your mental health, when you're kind of aware to that that side of yourself and dealing with some things, pr prior to recently, I'd always thought, oh, you know, when you're when you're dealing with mental health, you're kind of working on something and it's a linear journey like mm. it's a forward journey so you'll never kind of have a low moment again mm -hmm. and it's not true like your low moments do come back around and then that's when i like what you said about looking at the season you're in because that's what kind of helped me that this isn't my first time going through it you have yeah. more tools at your disposal at your disposal and even if you don't use those tools it's kind of okay to just accept like just as a cycle is sometimes there is going to be a low period and a low moment and you just have to surrender to that and lean into it and be be as okay with that as you can be what does surrendering to it mean to you so for me surrendering to it was the difference between kind of beating myself up for it like oh you know you've been lying in bed all day and doing this or not doing that or you're just like losing yourself like you're almost like panicking because of how you're feeling and thinking mm. you're regressing or going backwards whereas just kind of sitting down and thinking okay you're in a sad season and that's all right it changed everything for me just even accepting that and thinking okay now I know what this is now that I know that I'm in a sad season, I'm gonna not feel so bad about declining invitations or that it's been a while since I've seen my friends or mm. that I haven't done certain things. And then also knowing what I need more of because of that. But don't, so let's use your example of a sad season, right? Mm. If you're surrendering to that season, 
does it not make it harder to get out of there? Or is it just having that ultimate faith that this is just the time period and when it's ready to move on, it will move on? Mm. That's a good question. Because it can become an excuse, no? It depends on how you use it. Because if it's like, okay, I'm in a sad season, so that's giving me permission to be the worst version of myself. That's not what I mean. Like, you know, giving yourself an excuse to lie in bed all day or to kind of be like, oh, it's just my this, that and the other. So Mm. blah, blah, blah. It's not like that. It's like being gentle with yourself like instead of thinking oh why am i not able to do this thing that normally i could push through or be fine with Mm. you're just acknowledging that it's a little bit harder for you in this moment so it opens up avenues of knowing what you need you Mm. know it's like when you're walking around and you okay it's like you're walking around and your nose is running all the time and you think you you know you just have hay fever but really you have a cold there's different medicine that you need for each of those things and knowing what's going on with you helps you know what what you need yeah mm. i get that mm. but it's, there's this part of me that just feels like if i'm too accepting of the season that i'm in mm. it's going to be harder for me to escape that because I feel that, yeah I don't know, you know, it's just a case (coughs) of like, I'm trying to picture myself in a sad season, right? Mm. Um, Maybe it's because I haven't been sad for a while. Well, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) But like a pressure season or a stress season, Mm. I don't like to use the word stress. Not that I don't like to use the word stress. I don't like to let myself get stressed. Mm -mm. But say you're in that, mode subconsciously you ain't even realized and things are just happening and getting on top of you recognizing that you're in that season i can see how that can help you deal with it a little bit more Mm. but also i'm looking at it like where's the pathway out of it if i'm just so accepting that this is where it is right now like there's got to be a glimmer of hope in there somewhere a silver lining to for me to be like um there's got to be something happening, basically, for me to yeah, to yeah. not just completely give in to this season. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's a bad thing about giving in to the season, though. Mm. Like, sometimes you just need a moment to wallop and be sad. I guess so. Like, there's nothing... I don't know. This is, this is the personal battle that I've had, like, with what would happen if I actually just loosen my grip? You know, like what is the worst that could happen if I didn't try to take control of everything? Like what would happen if I just accepted like, yeah, things are a bit tough right now. There's Mm. reasons for that. And just allowing yourself to be not comfortable in that space, but just accept that you're in that space for a minute. And what for me, what ended up happening was like having like a low mood and feeling quite, you know, I'll be honest, like quite depressed and just out of character with myself and feeling that way. First, there was a lot of resistance because I felt that way. I was like, I don't want to feel like this. And then it made me think of other times in my life, other seasons where I wasn't like this and what changed. And I was driving myself crazy, like feeling even worse and then, you know, forcing myself to try and feel a different way, but it wasn't Mm. working. 
then when someone said like oh you sound like you're a bit depressed and I was like maybe that's what that is something clicked and it almost was like leaning back on and floating on water like that's how it felt in a in a symbolic sense because mm. it was just allowing myself to be held by a truth and there's no shame in these truths you of know course, there's course, no there's nothing bad about being in that cycle and there wasn't anything that wasn't beneficial in being easier on myself because then when I started looking at things from that lens I was like okay like now that I know this is what I'm going through and this is what I'm feeling like I said like I didn't feel as guilty about taking a minute to myself and not seeing friends I didn't feel like I had to I didn't feel as confused anymore either mm. like what's going on with me why is this happening blah 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 but was you still <clears throat> was you at any point trying to find the answers for why you are you are feeling the way you're feeling during that period of time or was it literally like it's just the way I'm feeling it is where it's there were reasons there were a couple reasons but then it was also that element too like why why am i feeling this way but then because i recognized that i was like okay if it's this then i know what's making it feel worse mm. and what will make it feel better so then i started going like on a walk every other day mm. and then um you know finding out if i have any deficiencies within myself and I did I had a vitamin d deficiency so even knowing that helped explain why I was feeling that way and how I can make myself feel better mm. it also put less pressure on me you know it kind of brought up things about worthiness and just still feeling worthy and worthy of love worthy of my own grace mm. even though I wasn't able to be my best version of myself at that time that's and, interesting. Yeah, and you come out of it a little bit when, when you start being a bit kinder to yourself because then your inner world changes. Like instead of thinking, oh my God, I'm just in this place and I'm just stuck. It was different thinking, okay, I'm in this place, so you just have to ride it out. Mm. And and then it slowly went back up. That's and as you know, I'm talking about it quite... It's different for everyone, depending on how severe that period of time for you is as well. So I'm not trying to say it's that easy and it takes that, it's that quick. And it wasn't quick, you know, the upward part of the cycle. Like it's, it's taking a moment too. Mm -hmm. But things have started working out more easily once I acknowledge the season that I was in and acknowledge that I didn't want to stay in that season but that doesn't mean I now have to rush out of the season either or the cycle of that do you think uh, if you was in a different seat obviously it's hypothetical and it's difficult <coughs> to say mm -hmm. but do you feel like if you was in a different season of your life and this cycle of events happened you would do it totally differently hmm what do you mean so like let's say you're in a super happy season in your life everything's going right mm. and then whatever it was that may mm. have sparked let's not say sparked but contributed for mm. you to be in that down period happened again but you're in an up period of your life mm. you think you would look at it completely differently or do you think it can still have that same impact on you and change your season just like that I think it would be different because there were a lot of <coughs> external things that contributed to how I was feeling. Mm. So if I'm in a super happy season, I'm assuming that those external things wouldn't 
be there like things would be a lot more stable and different like there'll be less to worry about um you know what it's one thing that i've learned through this as well mm. is that when you're going through certain cycles there are like inner world upkeep that you have to do to help be able to not manipulate the cycle you're in but to manage it you know to mm -hmm. or minimize the impact of stuff because in you know our favorite word accountability mm -hmm. and the spirit of being accountable there were certainly ways that i was just not taking care of myself that definitely contributed to those low moods more that makes a lot of sense mm. that makes sense <clears throat> But it's interesting because mm. obviously we're talking about a low mood, mm. low period, low cycle. Do you, all, I always say this, but don't you think it's easier to recognize that period of your life than when it's all good and happy? That you don't realize and recognize all the things that are happening, all of the ups. You might recognize like the big up, let's say mm. you've got something that you've wanted for a while, you've achievements, etc. Mm. But all of the contributing factors around it, all of the bad stuff that might happen, but you don't really penny it because you're in a good, you're in a good cycle. Well, I was gonna say, like, I think in both, like when you're in a low cycle and when you're in a high cycle, there needs to be, you know, staples of calmness within each where you're mm -hmm. reflecting and taking stock and asking yourself, am I doing the basics in life? And you know, keeping keeping myself straight, really, because even when you're in a super happy cycle, you could be so caught up in this momentum and then lose sight of, you know, things that you need to be paying attention to that then contribute to being in a different cycle. I'll be honest, there was a point season. there was a point in my life where I really didn't like being in a good cycle for too long because mm. I felt like something bad was coming after it. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, as I've grown up, I've just kind of got to understand life and whatever else. Mm. But I really do enjoy being in the middle. Mm, what do you mean? Like, the balance. Mm. That balancing period where you've got some good going on, you've got mm. some bad going on, you've got some happiness, some sadness, you've mm. got some, like a little bit of, little, not a little bit of everything, but like, more favoring towards the good but there's still a little bit of pull to keep you grounded mm. but at the same time i want to get to a place where i can feel the good the happiness and everything without even second guessing about what might happen to yeah. change my mood or my, what cycles come in mm. it's a it's an awkward place to be in because you can't control it yeah i think one thing that i've learned through that whole experience recently especially and just to tie up as well like that that whole thing showed me also that when it comes to certain that there are just cycles in your life that are outside of your control like sometimes you could be feeling um you know all this stuff that's just a backlog of stuff that you'd felt before mm. and it's catching up with you now and you need that period of unraveling that period of sadness that period of grief whatever that period is you need it in order to move into the next one because it's like leaves falling off a tree like you need to remove the baggage to yeah. get to the next part so that's one thing but i also feel like you have to look at the cycles within your day you know like how are you running your 
morning your afternoon what mm. are your cycles through the day to give you some of that stability because when you do that and what i'm learning too especially thinking about life in in the lens of like a healing journey the stuff that you do in that healing phase you have to integrate into your day-to-day life as mm. upkeep within yourself and when you do that i feel like you kind of set yourself up for success when less favorable things happen to you you know for them to not impact you as much when the season of your life changes mm. or for you to dictate the season of your life you know you think that's possible to do i think so sometimes sometimes not not with everything but i feel like say if there's Say if your day-to-day routine includes you being well-rested, hydrated, on you know, in a good, good place, then what one person is experiencing as a stressful season, you might see as a busy season. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that <laughs> makes perfect sense. Yeah. I'm clearly in a busy season. Stop working so hard, please. <laughs> no, that makes so much sense. Um, yeah. So you see, with mental health cycles, mm. what what ones what what elements of mental health would you think is the most prominent and mm. is likely to repeat itself? What do you mean? So, if we look at mental health as a umbrella mm. and everything that comes underneath mental health, mm. whether it's depression, whether it's Anxiety. Anxiety, whether it's um help me out here, Miss Mental Health. (laughs) (laughs) Just reveling and watching me struggle. What's going on there? But I was like, why are you still (laughs) Yeah, there's more. There's 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 loads. There's there's loads. 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 Even within like depression and anxiety, there's loads loads of loads of things. Yeah. Um Do you think like have you thrown me off my question? What was it? So, recycles within mental health. Do you think that there are certain elements or aspects of your mental health that you can see being a cycle in your life, or do you think like it's just it comes, it goes, and it never repeats itself again? Because there's like seasons this... that I know mm. within my life will repeat itself again, mm. but in terms of cycles. Mental health wise, anyway. Mm. Like, do you think you could ever feel the way you felt recently, anytime soon? Hmm. That's such a hard question to answer because even the way that I felt recently threw me off. You mm. know, like like I was saying, like when you start healing your mental health or being on that journey, you think, oh, I'll. And maybe it's naive of me, but I thought of it in quite a linear way that, <clears throat> you know, once you deal with this stuff, you'll never get an anxious thought again or an intrusive See, thought or a question. panic attack yeah, or, yeah. you know, a low mood kind of day. But that's just not true. Like, they do happen. And I've, I'm realizing that the point, the point isn't to become disheartened when mm. it happens again. Like, mm. oh my God, I've gone backwards or, oh my God, it's happening again or or get frustrated or feel weak again. Like, oh, I healed this. It shouldn't be like this, you know? Yeah, no, that's and exactly my question because yeah. if you overcome something in life, 
you, the, the level of frustration you get when it happens again or occurs to you yeah is yeah that yeah. part was bigger than the struggle itself mm. for me like mm. that part was worse like the shame that comes with feeling I shouldn't be here. Why am I back here? And then feeling like you've been, you know, cheated because you're just like, I've done so much work. I don't deserve to be back here. Yeah. And it's just not like that. It happens. And the point is learning, you know, to use what's in your toolbox when it happened before and all the things you learned to pull yourself out of it in a different way. What if, what if everything you learned doesn't work this time around? I guess that's the learning experience. Yeah. But do you still have that element of trust and belief in yourself that this is just a, a period of, that you've got to go, get through? Yeah, I think so. It's a period you have to ride it out. You either have to get through it. You have to do something about it or don't do something about it. Like it's your season and your mm. cycle. And we can't keep dictating to other people how to best look after themselves when the answers are in them, you know? No one's advice worked. I had to do what was good for me and what felt right for me and just you know get back into feeling faithful and relying on that or trusting that a bit more because mm. I'm really not doing any of this by myself what would make your faith waver there's a lot of things that did make my faith waver I mm. think when you're having a moment where you feel like you failed or you're on the ground or doors are just closing in your face endlessly and you're just getting bad news after bad news or there's no news, just an absence of good news, it's so easy for your faith to be shaken, mm. you know? And another thing I realized is that faith doesn't mean never falling or being fearless. Faith means getting up yeah. And calling on courage, you know, it's not the absence of those things that you don't want. It's calling in more of what you can use. It's a good but way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. There, you know, we're not, everyone has their own beliefs and stuff like that. But I definitely believe in a higher power and there's always a lifeline. Mm. Always. And it comes at the 11th hour just to show you what faith is. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, mm. I guess. Um, I wish it would happen in the first hour, but <laughs> would have been nice. It can happen, though. Well, not to me, but <laughs> but it can it can happen. It's true. But when you do kind of come out of that experience and work with that higher power, like you, things don't just come to you in a pretty box, and one day it's just over. Like you, there is a sense of accountability and having that discipline as a form of self-love within yourself to go do things mm. to change stuff for you as well as having the grace that your momentum isn't the same as what it was in a different cycle yeah but um but yeah you have to believe in miracles i think otherwise you're just gonna stay there for longer than you should and you need to be mm. yeah now that makes sense so you kind of answered my follow-up question, which was mm. going to be, if you're in one of those, we're talking on down cycles at the minute. If you're in one of those down cycles, how how best do you get out of that season of your life? Mm. Or cycle of your life, sorry. 
That's a big question. I mean, you answered a lot of it by mentioning faith. Yeah. So, f- okay. I guess it's not that big then, but <laughs> 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 thanks. <laughs> yeah. Faith was a huge thing. Although I'll admit faith came in at the last second. Like it was really yeah. hard to, you know, have faith during that. Um, again, the biggest thing that changed it for me was acknowledging that I was feeling depressed, that I was feeling this way, because then I allowed myself to do things that I wasn't allowing myself to do before. Like where before I was just literally pushing and pushing, but pushing nothing nowhere, just stressing myself out. When I was like, oh, okay, I am feeling this way. Then I allowed myself to cry, allow Mm -hmm. myself to actually think, okay, what's causing this? I allowed myself to realize what can I control? You know, like if I am feeling depressed then there's a lack of certain biological things that I need to help me feel better, like getting more sunlight, drinking more water, trying to be up in the morning, sleep in the night, (laughs) just, you know, your regular, (laughs) those types of things. It's regular, but if you're in a period of time where none of that seems appealing to you, Exactly. You had to force yourself to do it pretty yeah. much. I had to delete social media for a week just because I was like, I'm more prone to be on here for hours for no reason. And mm. it's not making me feel better. So I just had to get rid of it for, for a second just mm-hmm. to get myself in a different cycle. And then it changed the way that I spoke to myself. So instead of getting out of the bed in the afternoon and thinking, oh my God, you're pathetic. Like you've literally wasted the whole day. If I got out of bed an hour earlier one day then i really encourage myself about that like this time yesterday you were doing this 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 and look what you've done today like slowly building momentum and then again like looking to see any deficiencies that i was having that contributed to the way that i was feeling Mm -hmm. trying to think okay if i am going through a period of depression then what what do i need and it changed my focus instead of chasing solutions that i thought would give me a sense of worthiness worthiness and make me feel better it was like okay let's start doing some of the things that you love to do like just relax treat this like a healing period of time like if you were healing yourself and you had the time to do it what would you do yeah that makes a lot of sense and it's a lot about the work you do within yourself yeah do you think there is i know you kind of mentioned it already but do you think there is a situation in life where somebody else can help you get out of those moments yeah definitely like hmm actually <laughs> i think it's hard because as with everything only you can get yourself and gone in and out of something like only you like mm. you it's in your hands really which is a comforting thing but also you know burdensome as well But having supportive people around you definitely helps, you know, like I was very lucky to have friends around me who would check in and just show me love and be there. So that was a miracle in itself too. Well, the thing with that is you have to be so transparent in how you're feeling for anybody to be able to... Yeah. There, there were only like a select few. Like it's easy to talk about this now after the fact. Yeah, of course. In of the course. moment, it's really hard. Like really, really hard. And yeah, I didn't. I think 
talking to people who are going through the same thing as you at the same time can be helpful in having like compassion from understanding someone who understands mm. but then i also think this might be controversial I might, yeah go on <laughs> but i think sometimes you can be in a loop of like holding each other down that's exactly it mm. you don't want to be like again not to yeah but you don't want to be like part of like a pity party yeah yeah that's, that's the thing you just don't want to be in that situation as much as it's good to have somebody to yeah. share this feeling with yeah if one of you isn't waking up to the fact that we've got to do something about it yeah then it's just going to become heavy yeah because then you're just there literally like instead of lifting each other up you're dragging each other down and that was happening when i was speaking to to someone specific and we just start going down these memory lane journeys mm. but looking at every horrible thing that happened in our lives and all these things that are sad and all these people who aren't here and i was like i need to stop talking to you for a second not because i don't love you not because you're doing anything yeah. wrong but because we're, we're not helping each other like i i needed to speak to you know people who weren't in that space who could be a glimmer of hope mm -hmm. you know who called me i had a friend who'd call me every couple of days and just laugh with me for 20 minutes on the phone and that's what i needed to be out of that energy yeah. so i think you know just be careful about finding like-minded people who feed into that season more mm. than than you need to like you you need to have people around you sometimes who can remind you what discipline is and that it's not a punishment it's an act of self-love and it's necessary yeah. and it stops you from being complacent someone said that to me the other day actually um i think yeah not yet a couple of days ago and they were talking about how you know it's good to be good to yourself mm. but you have to also keep your eye focused on the goal and you know push yourself to get there and have that discipline because otherwise you are just complacent and then you're celebrating a small win but you haven't actually done what you needed to do and the example they gave was say you wake up at 12 every day but you want to wake up at five mm. and then one day you've woken up at nine and it's a huge improvement from 12 but you still haven't woken up at 5 a.m so you need to you know do that and i think that's an important you know that stuck with me with yeah. um finding that balance between encouraging yourself which i you know always preach and go on about but um drawing that fine line between encouraging yourself and then making yourself complacent mm -hmm. actually delivering on what you're asking for yeah which yeah. is good advice like i i I realized yes i've been complacent <laughs> it sounds it sounds like something i would say but it wasn't me it wasn't you <laughs> <laughs> could could be there could but be it wasn't me, but it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. trying to take credit for my friend's wise words they're not here right now so i can't <laughs> no i'm joking shout out, shout out to whoever that was because yeah. we share the same sentiments clearly okay it's <laughs> um <laughs> But no, nah, in all yeah. seriousness though, like mm. just on a friend level, mm. I'm glad that you was able to, what's the word I can think? Navigate your way through that cycle mm. without, without just burning out um, 
And sometimes, yeah, again, that goes back to the theme of what we're talking about. It's just mm. about recognizing your season. Yeah. Um, you obviously, not going to go into details, but we obviously had a conversation mm. at the beginning of the year that kind of coincided with our ideas anyway. Yeah. But if you didn't have that conversation with me and you wasn't transparent to the way that you was, who knows, we could have completely missed mm. that that moment if that makes sense we could yeah. have missed that moment that opportunity to then be able to say all right cool yeah take some time this that the other yeah. and we both needed the time for various reasons mm-hmm. but it was just like that was the perfect timing yeah and without that conversation it may have not happened in the way that it did so mm. cleanly yeah so yeah. sometimes you've got to be honest with yourself as well if some if something if you need not separation but if you need to just take on board what you're going through that cycle that season Mm. that you're in like take on board don't try and just ignore it yeah don't ignore it don't ignore it and two things i wanted to say as well just to kind of help when you're in that cycle is one remembering that um to help with transparency because that was a big you know being able to be transparent with you and a couple of others like Mm. that just lifted so much off my shoulders so with that i think it's so important to remember that just because you're finding it so hard to love and take care of yourself in that moment Mm. doesn't mean that you are now not loved or easy to love you Mm. know because it wasn't a horrible ordeal like those conversations were so easy and they Mm. lightened my spirit it wasn't a horrible thing to have to say that that's what i'm going through yeah but you do think that like you don't think people will understand or be you know or look at you different do you know what i mean so yeah of course so yeah so that's one thing and another thing is i started looking um at a lot of videos on youtube for people who i wanted to be like you know people who are having a successful season who have achieved their dreams and Mm. what they did and or even just like for instance glorilla love her story and her songs and all of that stuff and i was watching one of her interviews and she was talking about her success story and where she came from and how she got there and just even seeing her promo and her period of success it motivated me and that also caused a shift in me so again it's you know aligning yourself with the energies that you want to be Mm -hmm. even if you are not even close to that yet that makes so much sense Mm. makes so much sense yeah yeah well obviously anybody that's going through a down cycle Mm. it's easy to say but it's there is ways and routes out of it and you just gotta zone in on yourself sometimes and let it be and work do the work necessary to get out of it Mm. um and be so patient because you know it's so easy saying this on the other side of it or in retrospect of it but in the moment where you just don't know how long this period's going to last and you're feeling only like one percent better two percent better day by day and it feels so small yeah. it all adds up to something like you have to be patient well, i mean you 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 add value anyway to conversations mm-hmm. but i mean you add extreme value to this because this is something that you've a lived experience as of Thank recent you. i am extremely so <laughs> <laughs> yes anyway <laughs> on that note moving on <laughs> i'm glad you're here <laughs> oh thank you yes, um i hear you thank you mm. you what other cycles did you want to talk about you mentioned 
previously. Mm. Um, cycles. So you know what? A cycle I was thinking about when I was, or a season, was about um, career changes and starting a new job and recognizing like the cycles that humble you in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Go Because <laughs> when you start a new job, or right. say if you're, you're, because I was just thinking about this when I was on my way, but say when you, yeah, start a new job, or say if you've left a career that you're particularly experienced in and starting a new career that you're not as, ex- like a different industry, for mm. example, or different kind of role, you have to have a different attitude about you when you start at that new place that you aren't that seasoned person who's left that job you're coming in as the student as a new Mm. person and while it's good to you know make a good impression dominate the place blah 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 you have to accept that that's where you're where you are yeah 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 so yeah what's your thoughts on that like the cycles within jobs and starting a new job um the career cycle Mm. i mean there is a lot of humbleness required, mm. but at the same time, I don't think you should be a, what's the word I heard? Shrinking violet. Is that the phrase? Oh, I like that. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm with it though. <laughs> it could be repeated a, a phrase that I heard like <laughs> and trying to throw it at you. Um, <laughs> I've not heard of that, but I really like that shrinking violet. Like, mm. you've got to be able to still carry that level of confidence mm. and ability that got you in that position in the first place. Yeah. Because they're not just opening the door to anybody. Mm. Like you've got to still remember why they hired. Yeah, you've got to if you're going for something, you've got to still have that proving ground to get in the door. Mm. Whether it is a new job or a new career and you're a, uh, mm. a business owner or whatever. Like you still got to do that pr- that 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 level of work to prove yourself to get in there. So yes, yeah. there is a humbleness of yeah, I'm the newest in here. Let me try and learn. But mm. at the same time, you've got something about you that got you inside that door. Mm. So it's a difficult one, um, and the environment will obviously depend on number one how 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 to treat that change, like the environment that you enter in. Mm. So if you're entering a very welcoming environment that full of people willing to upskill you or Mm. help you or give you a guidance as opposed to people that are now threatened by your arrival, Mm. then it's a complete different. So what do you do? I've experienced both of those things. Mm. I don't think I handled either well. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the past. But what what do you do with those? (laughs) situation it's gonna sound so easy to say in it but i remain myself in both Mm. like i don't change who i am as a person based on how you're treating me so give an example like say like if someone okay so give an example of someone being um threatened yeah threatened and intimidated and how how you would handle that um and also how you wouldn't handle that as like a clear example and comparison it's so tricky to say because i feel like i'm just me always right like as in, that's, why <laughs> that's why i'm like being so specific with I the am, question i am i'm always gonna be chill 
Like I'm never gonna do too much to make. But if I notice it in someone that you're feeling threatened, I'm not gonna go out my way to make you feel less threatened. Like I'm not mm. gonna be the shrinking violet. <laughs> I'm not gonna be someone that's going to dampen my dampen myself down to make mm. you feel better. It's like either you deal with it or you don't. But I got this thing about me that I feel like it's difficult not to like me. <laughs> as you as sure? as arrogant that might as that might sound, yeah. I think because I don't do anything spiteful. I don't yeah. do anything. You are very likable. It's true. Like, yeah. But that doesn't mean that you ha- have to get on with me, if mm. that makes sense. But I don't do anything that you could look at him like I can't stand him because what <laughs> <laughs> like what what I'm just chilled and you're not. That's, yeah. it's that type of vibe so if someone's threatened by me I think it's insecurity within themselves mm. and there's not much I can do about that how do you let it not affect you though like how do you have that strong mindset with it like how do you not become self-conscious or or knowing that you being yourself when you know that it's rubbing them up the wrong way I actually don't like how know, do you not you know? dim your own light it's so strange it's so strange. I think it's because like within myself, I just mm. feel not lucky to be here, but I feel blessed to be here still. Mm. Not just in in the way of like, oh, my life's been so hard. I'm lucky mm. to still be alive. But just like blessed to be in the position that I'm in in life mm. to like, even when I look back on what some of the people are up to now. Mm. And I'm just like, I'm just blessed that even in my lowest and desperate moments I didn't turn to what they've turned to Mm. and I've managed to do you know what I mean there's things of that nature I love that that's so that's literally the perfect answer because what I'm hearing is that what keeps you grounded is gratitude yeah 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 I just don't even care what your opinion is because I'm so glad to be in this job I'm so fortunate to be able to do what I'm doing so I'm not gonna let that ruin my day because I'm just so happy to be here. Yeah, and, and it's not even yeah. like again, it's not even like mm. happy to be here in terms of it doesn't even it has to relate to actually what I'm doing. Mm. It's just in life, like mm. me as a person. Say if I'm I've, I haven't been in this position for a long, long time, but say if I've been doing something where I'm forced to go and work somewhere that I don't like. Mm yeah again I'm so glad I'm not in that position for a long time but I'm blessed enough to know that once I leave those doors of that building that my life outside of it Mm. isn't turmoil (laughs) do you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) and it could be no but it could be though yeah it could be it could be it could be and yeah that Mm. is that level of yeah I'm just happy that my life whatever happens within these hours within this building it is where it is nothing crazy is going to happen because I am me I won't allow nothing crazy to happen to me. Mm. But outside of that, when I leave this building, I know I'm entering, I'm going back into my life that I'm not, yeah, like I said, it's not turmoil. So Mm. how can I be upset by what somebody says within the perimeters of four walls when your life might be terrible outside? so much, so much. Because again, what I'm hearing is that when you cultivate like, a life that you enjoy, a life that you're content with, a life that you're happy with, and goals to get to that life if Mm. you're not there yet, then things at work, they just don't affect you as much because you're not 
it's not feeding into your life Whatsoever. as much, you know, Whatsoever. in terms of your, your connections and things like that. So do you think striking like a very clear work-life balance is important? Definitely, 100% <laughs> with me, of course it is. You. <laughs> of course it is. But I think as well, because the yeah. times when I have have been in employment and the times that I haven't, there's been one constant theme. Mm. It's that I've still been doing everything that I wanted to do or trying to do everything that I wanted to do for myself mm. outside of employment. Yeah. So even when I am working somewhere, I've still got all my other stuff going on outside mm. of that workplace. Yeah. When I'm not working there, all it's taken away is that guaranteed income from that place, mm. but I'm still doing everything else outside of there. So yeah. it's that constant, having that constant in your life, I think is necessary to strike that work-life balance. Mm. <laughs> but yeah um yeah i think having yeah. that having that const mm. something constant in your life regardless mm. of work or not like a hobby or it can or be whatever, anything yeah whatever your be. interests are yeah i think that's so true and so so important you know when you have your own stuff going on that is separate from work and makes you feel good then the opinions of people that you actually don't know very well like you i feel like sometimes you think you can know certain work people really well mm. because of the proximity because you see them every day and that's not entirely true no they're not they're giving you well some people it really is them mm. but they're just giving you they're giving you a version of themselves. Yeah. Like, I, again, I stress, some people that is really them and this is all their life is this workplace or whatever. Yeah. But, like, me, I know that I've always got something to look forward to. Mm. And some people don't. This is what yeah. they look forward to, coming yeah. into this place. This is their life. They don't have anything going on outside. Mm. Other people, and those people, they're just giving you a, a snapshot into their life, mm. for real. Like, this is how you are. That's mm. a sad, not to be judgmental, but that's just like a sad way to live life. Yeah. yeah. Because you're hell bent on feeling threatened by somebody that's not doing anything threatening. Mm. Do you exactly. know what I mean? It makes no They're sense. Just, you know, an enjoyable person and it threatens you. Because they don't understand how you can mm. come here and still carry a vibe that you do. Mm. Like, why are you not sad to be here? Mm. And it's like, because I've got things to look forward to. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a difference. It's yeah. a difference. So I think that's so important. And even things that I realized just looking again retrospectively, I think obviously we all have difficult managers sometimes and it's good to vent. Mm. But I don't even though it does bring a large amount of satisfaction to talk about your manager with your colleagues at work and stuff like that. Mm. I don't think that's actually beneficial. Like I think it's beneficial to vent about your manager if they're really annoying you to someone outside of the business. Yeah. But not in the business because it just affects you. Like it it kind of feeds into that even more. It makes it harder to navigate because you're just used to um, alleviating that frustration by talking mm. about it with people in the office. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just don't think it's helpful. I don't think it's, um, what do you think? I don't get into those conversations mm. to be fair like mm. I might like if yeah and I don't know I don't really ha get into those yeah conversations because it's not mm. especially if the person's not done anything to me yeah I don't yeah. ever no yeah but 
being on the other side of the table now mm. <laughs> i don't know what people is. people <laughs> could have things to say about me they could be sitting around talking about me but yeah it's like, true I, I don't penny it because again i don't do anything vindictive to yeah. anyone so. it's not personal it's literally just work mm. Mm. yeah mm. but I'm, <laughs> I'm sure there's anyway that's an off-camera <laughs> conversation but anyway um yeah mm. so like your original question is was how do i deal with um people that f- feel threatened and and the opposite yeah and the opposite <laughs> i think yeah, the, op- the opposite actually like especially if they're super warm and super welcome how do you still maintain those um boundaries with work life i think that's a lot easier to do because these are generally people that want want to create a bond like mm. they live in this work friend Bubble. bond like yeah mm. with that is it's even easier for me to keep my reservedness on because it's like why do you why why do you why just why just why <laughs> what's your game what do you want? <laughs> like i don't think there's a hidden agenda behind it but mm. it's almost just like just chill out slow down we can get there eventually mm. but, give examples of what that looks like, like you know like to... all right if you ever if you ever been in the place right and you're cool with one person you're mm. cool with a couple people but there's certain people that see that you're cool with them and they want to be cool with you now yeah mm. and then all of a sudden you'll be invited but so, wait, what do you mean by cool with? Like, how cool? As in, like, cool enough as in you guys just get along during the work day or cool enough where you're taking lunches to get, like, how? Either, either really. Mm. Could do, let's say, what lunches, because that's what a lot of people seem to hang their hat on, mm. who you go lunch with or whatever. Yeah. Say there's somebody that you're cool with, you go lunch with, whatever, whatever, whatever. Then, but there's more, there's other people that want to be in with everybody. They mm. see that and they attach themselves to you and this other person, then all of a sudden you'll be invited out for work drinks and all of these kind of mm. stuff, right? Now, my thing is, cool, <laughs> but relax a little bit because, <laughs> like, especially if I ain't been there long, why, yeah. w- w- just why? Mm. Why, just chill out a little bit. We can get there eventually if it's necessary. Those type of people are the ones that I'm a bit more, those situations, sorry, are the ones where I do, can. I'm more conscious of, what I'm giving off mm. than the person that's threatened. Because the person that's threatened, I don't care. It's just within you. <laughs> this other person just seems overly keen. And it depends how genuine they are as well. Like yeah. I can kind of get a sense for how genuine you are. What would you say are the telltale t- signs, t- signs if someone's of whether genuine. they're genuine or not? Yeah. Type of questions they ask. I was going to say that if they're asking questions from the get-go, like from the jump, that makes me think they're not genuine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then it's difficult for me because the way I look at the way to work somebody out might be different to others. So I look at things, like if I wanted to work someone out, I would, because I'm an observer, Mm. I'll watch how they treat everybody. Mm. I'll watch their actions, their behaviours, their reactions, these type of things. Mm. Some people, the only way to work you out is by asking you questions. Mm. that's the difference and I guess it's not fair for me to expect everybody to work people out the way I do but that's just the way that I'm comfortable with so when it's not that way Mm. it always sparks a little hesitation behind me yeah if that makes sense 
That's, that does make a lot of sense that the way that people observe, so to say, or, you know, work people out, have they have different methods. Mm. But for me, I don't know, I just find the way that people are with you to be very telling. So, or, yeah, telling for whether someone is asking out of niceness or curiosity or whatever, mm. or if they're just quite nosy and trying to figure you out, you know? Yeah. And I don't like that feeling. I think, I think, there's no need to figure someone out. It's true, but Things it's, 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 it's natural. Time. If somebody's if somebody new's entering your environment, you mm. want to know who this person is. What 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 about them has brought them here? Yeah, that's kind of natural, but there's I ways guess, to do it. But if it's like, if the, if you're asking me like, I had a manager who would do this all the time, like ask me questions like, oh, who do you live with? Like, what do you do? No, that's too siblings? much, though. That's like. <laughs> I know. I was like, "Who hired you?" That's too much. That's all they're trying to come to my house. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, yeah, that really sounds. But those things, I don't know what it is. But people who ask questions like that—if it's questions like, "Oh, how are you settling in?" or this, that, and the other, "What did you do before?" Normal kind of what I would consider normal work-related questions, or just icebreaker questions, then fine. But if it's more personal about my life, for me. I don't know, it just breeds a mistrust between me and that person because I feel like you're infringing on my mm. life for mm-hmm. no reason. And if I can't see the reason, that doesn't mean there isn't a reason and I don't know what your reason is. <laughs> no, I get it. Mm. I get it. I mean, yeah, that's a funny one, to be fair. Mm. Luckily, I've not had to deal with that situation too much in my life. But What do you do when people do ask you personal things, though? Like a direct question. Like, how many siblings do you have? What do you say? Can't say I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that, you know. But what would you say there? If people are like, oh, who do you live with? Do you live by yourself? Like, what would you say? I, I want to know what don't to know. say. <laughs> I actually don't know, you know. Mm. If somebody asked me and I didn't want to tell them, I'd probably just say Family. Mm. not telling you which family I'm talking about mm. but I live with family yeah maybe 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 I need to give less of like a open vibe because <laughs> I, I really hate those questions yeah you can't really ask me <laughs> like I don't give off, I don't think I give off that vibe yeah. that you can be intrusive I don't mind like there was one scenario where I got along well with other new people and then you kind of like you know get mm. to know each other in a different way because you're all new together but that's a different type of because you're yeah. all entering together at the same exactly. time exactly yeah it's different it's different yeah so it is different very much so mm. but yeah that's back the, to seasons yeah <laughs> <laughs> we found, before we went on this employment 101 what to <laughs> <laughs> what to do and not do so another thing that I thought about with with seasons was um, like how much do you pay attention to the actual seasons that we're in in tandem with your life and what you're doing in your life? That's a good question. Honest answer is I don't pay a lot of attention to it. Mm. I don't. Yeah. Um, I think me personally, there's like two main seasons every year. It's mm. the season around my birthday. And then there's 
the season that kind of aligns with the weather. So summer turning into autumn, mm. autumn turning into winter, that type of, there's a change there within myself I that I pay August attention. To September, yes. Yeah. What did I say? Autumn to, wait, autumn to winter. Okay. I was just making sure I said autumn and I didn't say August to winter. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> no, you did. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, that threw, I just shouldn't even have interrupted <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everyone off, but yeah, go those on. are the two seasons that I kind of pay mm. attention to because around my birthday, I know I'm in a reflective, mm. reflective season, reflective cycle, whichever you want to label it as. And I know that there's going to be a bunch of things around that time that's going to make me think about not only the last time I was here because it happens every year, mm. but what season I was in as in how was I feeling on my last birthday mm. what was I doing on my last birthday what did I want to do on my last birthday what do I want to do on this birthday that mm. type of feeling yeah and everything that surrounds it without going into boring specific details but yeah. um, and then that the change of season as in summer into winter Summer into autumn, sorry. Mm. It's you that threw me off. Um, yeah, I was like, wait, hold on. What month is that? <laughs> <laughs> Not so much summer sorry. into autumn. Autumn into winter is what I said, right? Yeah. I think. I can't remember. Autumn into winter. Is that the season? Anyway. Mm. Well, that's, that's, that's what's <laughs> the word. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I pay a lot of attention to that season because I feel like Winter is very significant for me in terms of the amount of work that I get through mm. and the amount of, yeah, the amount of work that I get through, I know I need to be mentally prepared, mm. but a lot of that work starts earlier in the year mm. for me. But I know that when I get to that stage, not only that there's certain events in my life that I know around winter that is going to be um, tougher to deal with. Yeah. Heavy. Uh, yeah, heavy, that's the right word. Um, so I try and pay attention to how I'm feeling around that time as well mm. and try and stay on top of it, yeah. And be like sensitive to yourself. Mm. 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 Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because like I was speaking to a few people actually who talk about how within their own lives, this isn't like a universal thing, but there's certain points in the year where certain things will seem to happen. Mm. Um like your own kind of individual cycles in in your life so it's so good that you're attuned to that and you pay attention to it because even with me i always find that in a spring cycle new things do tend to happen like around this time of year i'm either starting a new role or yeah. something's happening like there's a newness a beginning of something that seems mm -hmm. to happen mm -hmm. and then towards um the end of summer start of autumn that's when i tend to get restless or like lose something or there's something there and I think it's so useful for me to look at my year like that because then I'm like okay when do I will need to schedule a holiday mm. <laughs> you know instead of taking it out and doing something drastic in my life that is just a moment of the the cycle that yeah, I tend yeah, that tends to yeah, come back yeah, around yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense because it's easy to give in to the how you're feeling at that time yeah, and that can throw exactly. you off sync completely exactly. like sometimes you can think oh i need a new job but it's not like maybe you just need a break during this time so then during you know march april time 
that's when you come back feeling that sense of you know a renewed feeling rather than having to physically get something new um so yeah it's interesting but with the with the seasons i think that's because people tend to say that this time of year like april is really when the year starts you know march april and that's when when spring happens and one thing that i've been noticing and trying to do more last winter anyway was work with the seasons in tandem with my goals um like my you know my actual personal goals and stuff like that in terms of using that winter time as like a inner reflection time to reflect on everything that had been working to reset my goals Mm. and kind of like yeah have like an internal winter so then when spring comes around in a physical sense i'm also springing into Mm. action Mm. that's how you look at it yeah it's not something you just made up on the spot no it's a thing (laughs) (laughs) It's not just how I look at it. It's <laughs> I don't have my sources available, but it's a real thing. No, listen, I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Just added levity to the situation. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. You can trust this, guys. It's a. It's a real. It's a thing. I believe you. Now that does make sense, though, because mm. mentally, I think it's easier for you to get yourself in the right mindset if what you're seeing outside reflects how you're feeling and thinking. Yeah, and like, working with what's around you. So, it's so sorry, mm. I was just going to say, it's so like, it's just so minimal, but even like, you see when you're on a healthy eating diet mm. and you want to eat salad, Yeah, it's 10 times easier to eat salad and stuff when it's hot and sunny outside mm. when you don't feel like heavy food exactly. than the winter when you're inside hibernating yeah. and et cetera. Go ahead though, that was just a... <laughs> random point that I wanted to throw out <laughs> oh, it was so relevant <laughs> can't talk about salad <laughs> no but you Just know what enough. I want to pick up on that point actually because that's so true and it makes me think of something else I do as well which is like whenever there's a new season like a physical season I'll change certain things in my home environment to accommodate that so for mm. instance I have like my autumn bed sheets which are more like orangey and then my summer things like that but they're small things but i feel like we're so like the earth is just not separate from us you know yeah yeah and you have to lean into the seasons because they're not there for no reason like if you work with them it also nurtures you with the energy that comes with that period of time mm-hmm. i agree mm. I agree. Yeah. So it's important to pay attention to the seasons. Yeah, exactly. Is what I'm getting All from you. Seasons. Yes, and you are correct. But what I was going to say is um, talk to me about like cycles within creativity, like the creative cycle. What does that look like for you? For me, I've managed to make it very intentional. Mm. Yeah, sometimes you can't be intentional because creativity is just a flow is whenever. Mm. But I try to be as intentional in terms of setting out the time when I know that I'm going to put a lot of work in, Mm. the time when I'm gonna be studying my craft or whatever it is, Mm. my business, my craft, whatever I wanna do. And then the time when I'm gonna be releasing and putting stuff out in the world. Cause I feel like I'm in the best shape and mental capacity to receive whatever comes from that. So wait, are those like periods of time? Or do you mean like time? 
in the week or in the day like periods periods okay. periods periods okay so that's interesting so you have a period of like study and inspiration and then a period of creating those two things can change quite easily mm. but the period of releasing i like to focus in on a certain part of year because i just feel like it's never at the start of the year, first of all. Mm. Rarely at the start of the year. I'll still throw out little things here and there depending mm. on what I'm working on. But like the bulk of it will never be at the start of the year. Yeah. Because I feel like whatever comes from it, I haven't I haven't had enough lived experience this year to deal with what might come from this. Which is a weird way to look at it. But what do you mean by that though? So I say, for instance, two of my projects that I know that I'm actively working on currently, they both should be like a September, October release, let's say. Mm. I feel like that part of the year has allowed me to have so much lived experience before it. Mm. Oh, I see. It's like there's so much time before it. Yeah. Like the build up to it, the manifestation of what I want, the work that I've put in. Mm the possible things that can come from it Mm. i'm a lot more ready for it then than at the start of the year with the bulk of what i'm doing if at the start of the year things still do come from the smaller things that i put out Mm. it's kind of still allows me to build up towards what i want to do whereas if i put the bulk out it's like i'm pinning all my hopes on this at the start of the year if it doesn't work what happens then yeah yeah. I think it's just a men- mentality thing for me. But you know what's so funny is that the way that you described all of that does work in tandem with the seasons, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so, <laughs> so like the actual, like, you know, with the beginning of the year being a harvesting season, like gathering your stuff and then, mm-hmm. you know, the culmination of that happening afterwards. I used to be harsh on myself, like mm. you want to kick off the start of the year mm. doing like showing that you're doing so much, but then... It's not realistic and it's for me anyway. showing it for, like it doesn't work with your plan. And you have to trust, like I said, like we are extensions of the earth. So mm. you have to trust your intuition with which parts of the earth feel, feel right for you to do that. Literally, mm. literally so. But do you have like a cycle within the cycles? Inception, I'm joking. <laughs> um... <laughs> Maybe if I really broke it down and looked at it deeply, I would say, yeah, mm. definitely, mm. definitely. I think it's important. I think especially hearing this now, one thing that's becoming clear to me is that in the creative process, you do have to break down the process, you know? I think what I was struggling with, with that, like particularly with writing, was trying to do everything at once. like. Mm the studying, the inspiration, the creating, and then you kind of don't have a foundation for stuff. Like you could be, you could have an idea that you want to nurture, but the issue for me was being in such a rush to like bring it to fruition and make it tangible Mm -hmm. that I wasn't fully sinking into my inspiration season, which is just a time to, you know, nurture that and let it unfold and really become an idea. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Because there's a, there's a thing within myself anyway where like recently and I might create something that, and I'll have that feeling that you say mm. the urge and the rush to just get it out yeah but I've realized like once I've done the creation it serves myself so much better now to study mm. 
all of the things that I can do to make this creation as good as it can be. So I'm not going back to creating again on that aspect. And now I'm studying how to put that thing out mm. rather than just, yeah, I've created this. I want to put this out and then I'll learn as it goes. Yeah. On most things, some things you do have to do that. Just let it, you can't hold on to stuff if you want to receive anything, right? Mm. So you've got to let it go Love to receive that. it. So mm. it just depends. You just got to understand what cycle you're in and where you're trying to be with it. Yeah. To be fair. Mm. But the creation process is... is, is I don't think anybody can explain it. Right. You just can't. It's just a process. And everyone has their own process with it too. Like it's it's one of those things that you figure it out as you do it, you know? The beauty of it is, of it is that it never stays the same. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Is it? Mm. <laughs> Why is that beautiful? Because you don't want it to be rigid. That's the whole point mm. of creativity. You want it to just be able to mm. blossom whenever it needs to you don't want to be rigid with it because <laughs> yeah, it defeats the purpose you might as well just That's so true yeah that definitely stifles creativity for me like treating it like because you can have the mindset of treating it like a job in terms of you want this to become something mm -hmm. but then it's different in terms of like actually treating it like a job and sucking the life out of it yeah it's just it yeah, ruins yeah. it like yeah. it does become rigid but that's how you do treat it like a job is having that variety and understanding when you need to study, train, mm. if you want to call it that. And when you need to actually actively do the work and when you need to release it and things of that nature. It kind of gives you that variety to make it seem that you are treating it like a job. Mm. But there's different aspects of the job that you're doing yeah. at different times. Yeah, that and makes sense. Just letting that be what it is. Mm. But yeah. It makes me think of the... Um, the menstrual cycle as well and <laughs> what just happened <laughs> no, I'm, stay I'm, I'm with a, me here i'm a mature man go on you are a mature man and this is amazing so i was looking into um the spiritual meaning behind like you know the menstrual cycle and how it works mm. because a lot of women in myself included like prior to this struggle a lot with you know your your cycles and managing your emotions in your cycles and stuff like that and it's actually incredible how you know you have the four weeks of the month the four stages of your cycle yeah and each stage of your cycle not your but like of the cycle of the cycle yeah the cycle you could even have said yeah the cycle. anyway just continue <laughs> each stage of the cycle <laughs> is almost like um each season of life okay yeah so like this the point in your cycle the first point where you're actually on you know your your period that's your winter week and it's so funny because your winter week is where you're meant to be more reflective, inner, look after yourself. You're not, that's not a time where you're meant to be doing things for other people, which is why, you know, some women can be more defensive or, mm. you know, prone to arguing during that time because it's not a time to give. It's a time to take and renew yourself. And it's followed by your spring week. And this is just so fascinating to me. Like once you know these things, then you know which times of the month are better for you for particular things you know because that winter week is also a time of inspiration like when intuitive guidance comes to you mm. then you have your spring week which is a time for 
planning, but also where your energy is slowly building back up, like in a biological sense, but also just in terms of your, you know, feeling good within yourself again and like mm. your energy kind of coming back up, which leads to your ovulation phase, which mm. is the summer week. And then that's when you're at your most energy. You know, this is when women have, yeah just the most the most energy like mm. it's the best time to ask for what you want because it's when mm. you're at your most charming what i'm just listening i'm playing <laughs> God. Mm. You have your autumn we, you know what you're not the right audience for this conversation <laughs> <laughs> and you're throwing me off <laughs> i haven't said a word i'm listening i'm actually listening is this what it's like um mm. scientifically called label these things like winter week spring week autumn week well yeah it's it's in those you know the things that i read but obviously there's the scientific names for the actual part of your cycle yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, menstruation yeah. and ovulation and follicular phase and okay whatever um, so anyway and then you have your autumn week which is um the perfect time for winding down and that's when all your energy levels are coming down a bit preparing you for your for your winter week but also what's really interesting the true interesting part of it is that each of those phases mm. feed into different i guess skills would be the right word during that time so for instance in your autumn week you're a lot more analytical so mm. say if you did all your creating and mm. say if you're looking at it in the lens of the creative process if you did all your creating in your spring and summer weeks um your autumn week would be a great time to review everything to proofread for example and to have that kind of analytical mm. moment because that's when your mind's more ready for that so for the women listening for the people who have periods that's a good thing to look into just to see how to how to work with that and all the men how to support that exactly and don't 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 annoy your woman during the winter week it sounds like or the autumn week. <laughs> <laughs> no but so this happens every month right yeah does the feeling change within yourself like how you feel monthly or does it always feel the same like for you to recognize where you are mean so like you said you said um the winter month is the winter the week, week sorry it seems like a month when you're going for it <laughs> when you're going no, as in <laughs> when we're having to deal with women in their winter week yeah um, okay <laughs> imagine how we feel no i'm joking it was like a month um <laughs> when <laughs> when you're oh. when you're in that period of time mm. you said that's more about um it's not about giving it's about Mm. taken is that right is yeah. what you said yeah. yeah um does it feel like that every time yeah and depending on how well I've done in the other weeks like mm. you know in the spring week have I pushed myself too far too soon or have I allowed my energy to slowly build up and did I truly make the most out of those two weeks in in that time mm. to handle the inner critic that comes out in your autumn week that's going to criticize how you've spent your time like it, all of it feeds into the next stage um and of course it all feeds into how much you're looking into your health as well how do you like manage to maintain any sort of consistency when biologically 
things are changing with you on a week to week basis? Well, that's so for me personally, working with my cycle helps with that. So mm. knowing, okay, this is my winter week. So if I have to go to work every day that week, then I'm going to make sure I have nothing going on in my evenings because I'm going to need that time to relax. Um, you know, things like that. And then in my spring and summer week, that's when I'd rather, you know, go on a date or see my friends and stuff like that. And then in my autumn week, I know that that's when I need to like, you know, read through my work and mm. check for any errors or this, that and the other. Just keeping an eye on when your cycle is. And it's a process, like obviously going from never doing that to then doing that. Mm. It's not going to be incredible the first time around. But the more you keep an eye on where you're at, one, you'll have a better understanding of what's going on with you. And within each cycle too, there's like exercises that suit your body and your energy levels mm. better than other points in your cycle. So it kind of feeds into that. So instead of constantly pushing against something, you're working with your body in the best way. And through that, you find stability and consistency. That's crazy because if you're not an organized person, that just sounds like it's going to be so inconsistent and it starts to make a lot of sense to me now mm. why a lot of women are the way that they are mm. Mm. it's enlightening like everyone should know this mm. everyone like men women everyone no definitely definitely mm. all jokes aside like mm. we do know that obviously women have their cycles and their time of the month mm. but it's not even a time of the month thing it's a it's a whole month it's a whole month but it's so beautiful i feel like it just it's so incredible to me that the body can hold the seasons of the earth the same way that mother earth can it's mm. just so so special to me and once you know how to use that and i haven't explained it in the best way <laughs> i'm not the expert <laughs> here, clearly <laughs> but when you do your own research and just look at the different seasons and what they mean and what you're meant to eat and all that stuff and start slowly integrating it it's um it is really incredible you know sounds it yeah sounds like a lot of work but it does sound it's effortless once you just know the information yeah i wish i could be that point of information today but i'm it's just fine it's not your job yeah um mm. we're still in insightful Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> enough. <laughs> it's good enough. It's done the job. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Any other cycles you want to mention before we bring this place to a No, close? we're reaching our podcast cycle mm. in our wise words. I, word of advice i mean i always call it wise words and it's it's it they are wise but that's not what it is it's a word of advice mm. um you got one off the top <laughs> word of advice how do i have a word of advice for cycles when we just spoke about what we just spoke about right <laughs> i feel like i need some comment your word of advice literally <laughs> what is your word of advice um I think this might be the first week in a long time I don't have one. Okay, well, I'll go first then. <laughs> yeah, please do while I wreck my brain for a word of advice. <laughs> All right, let me think. No, to be fair, do you have one? No, no, go on. It's not even 
it's not a word of advice. Mm. It's it's a lecture. <laughs> it's just my word of advice would be understanding, mm. and that's just in terms of like we've mentioned all episode understanding mm. where you're at. Understand, understanding. This is something that we didn't say, but I wanted to mention as well. Understanding that where you are at doesn't need to align with anybody else. Mm. Like you can yeah. be on your own specific cycle or season. And your best friend or everyone around you could be in a total different one. Yeah. Um, it's not a reflection of you as a person or where you're at in life, but it's just understanding that it doesn't have to align with someone to be mm. next to them. So yeah, understanding is That's my word. That's such good advice. So, so, so good because you could be comparing yourself to someone who's in a networking season mm-hmm. where you're in an inspiration season, which is a lot more behind closed doors than, than that. And it will make you feel like you're behind or you're, you you know, need to catch up and you'll end up not nurturing the season you're in, which you need to, to get to the next season. So mm-hmm. that's really good advice, actually. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. So we're done here now, Jackie. So <laughs> my, my advice, word of advice. You know what? My word of advice would be um, something quite practical, actually, which... I stopped doing for a while, but started a few years ago, which I'm I'm bringing back. But it's keeping um, so every three months, every quarter, just reflecting on those last three months, reflecting on your goals, what went well, how you felt, what you did, realigning your goals from that point. Once I started doing that, it was so much easier to really be able to see my life in seasons and cycles Mm -hmm. and even if you do it without the intention of you know goals and moving forward and you know realigning focus it's such a useful thing to do just to observe yourself which is actually how I felt that's what I did when I first started doing it it was just to read through my journals over the last three months and just observe myself and it was so easy to spot patterns within myself to like I said see your cycles and your seasons and how you work Mm -hmm. which parts of the year are more fruitful for you which ones do you need to be a bit more gentle or go somewhere more sunny like whatever it is I that would be my word of advice start start doing that definitely Mm. sounds like a good piece of advice I know we're on fire today um on the subject of advice while we had our little away day um <laughs> days <laughs> months i noticed yes. and i think it's true for you as well because we had a discussion that we have people both people that listen and people within our own lives mm. that came to us for our own actual advice on things mm. so with that being said we thought it's something to bring to the pod going yes. forward um a new segment we'd like yeah if if you like to call it that yeah. Um, in addition to our word of advice, if you have any issues, is the wrong word, but issues, let's say issues, yeah, situations, issues, scenarios, situations, situations mm. that you would like advice on, dilemmas, in some would call it, yeah. um, that you would like advice on, reach out to us on our Instagram. Can you message people on TikTok? When is they? Do you have to follow each other to do that? <laughs> okay cool um yeah I, th- I think so all right cool mm. yeah reach out to us on instagram message us anyway 
Yeah, message us, email us. Email us. Yeah. Alpha Ways podcast on everything. Um yeah, we'll, we can keep things anon- anonymous as well. Yeah. And yeah, just reach out to us and we'll do our best to highlight it in the next show. Exactly. So yeah, um, thank you for everyone tuning in again. We're yeah. glad to be back. So glad to be back, honestly. Yeah. It feels good. Mm. But don't ever feel away if you do need, not in terms of us, but just in general, <laughs> if you do need to... Mm. Take a minute. Allow yourself that minute to recoup, recover, and get back to what you do best. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. Give yourself what you need. You, it, it's necessary. Hundred <laughs> percent. Mm. But yeah, thank you for another brilliant episode. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you guys for listening and watching at home. And until next time. Until next time. <laughs>